I want to talk to you today about a subject that is often overlooked. And even when it is looked upon, it is not taken very seriously. And that is the issue of the greatest commandment. Now, I'm sure you've heard it before, and I'm sure you'll hear it again. But it's not just about hearing it, it's also about doing it. And that is, you shall love Adonai your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. The greatest commandment is not, you shall know everything about Adonai, you shall know every word, every letter in his word, you should know every scripture by heart, you should know when was every book written, whom was it written by, who did the apostle Paul minister to in each region, when was each letter composed, who were the original prophets and disciples, and where did they dig up the Moabite stone, and where did the people of Israel cross the Red Sea, and where are the relics from the ten plagues and the commandments, and he did not also tell you to know where was the Ark of Noah, and how big was it, and how did the animals fit in, and more than that, he didn't tell you that you need to know everything about physics and science and chemistry and mathematics in order to believe in the Lord. And by the way, there are four types of knowledge. What I just explained to you is what called irrelevant knowledge, because that's exactly what it is. You do not need to know it. It does not help you in any way, shape or form. And it is simply irrelevant to your walk with the Father and to the consequences you will experience on the Day of Judgment. God will not judge you based on your understanding of physics, your understanding of when was each book written, where was the Moabite stone found, where was the Ark of Noah, where did the Israelites cross the Red Sea, it is irrelevant. There is no reason for you to know or understand it. Same goes for all the rabbinic teachings and the history of Israel. You don't need to know that. That's not on the curriculum of the test. But then, there is the essential knowledge. And those are the things that you do need to know such as, who is God? yod hey vav hey. You need to know who is the only living God. You need to know who is the Mashiach. Who can proclaim forgiveness for your sins? That is Yeshua. You need to know these things, because without it, you have no life. Who is the source of living water? That is Adonai. It is essential for you to know. And then, there is beneficial knowledge. It's not necessarily essential, you do not have to know this, but it helps, such as the deeper understanding of the holy days and how they reflect 
the messianic intentions and fulfillments, you know, things that are more of the in-depth studies of the commandments and the spiritual principles behind it. You do not need to know it, but it helps. And then, of course, the irrelevant knowledge, such as I explained. And the last is dangerous, toxic knowledge that will kill you if you knew it. And it is best for you to completely stay away. So again, I say, it's not about the knowledge. Because even knowing who is God, without loving him, is irrelevant. And that is why he said, love. Adonai, your God, with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. So why don't you? Do you not get it? It's not about what you know, it's who you love. You could know everything and still be on your way to hell, because knowledge is not salvation. Even the man that you spend so much time talking about, the Apostle Paul, which really was a man who started off as a disciple of the Sanhedrin, of the Rabbinic Judaism, and then received the revelation to be a follower of Yeshua, he himself said, I could come to you with clever arguments and tell you everything that I know, but I consider all of these things useless. Next to the revelation and the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, that comes from believing in Messiah Yeshua. So, even he said that, and yet you take his word and try to dissect it, understand who was he, where did he come from, who did he preach to, what was the context, when was each letter written, and you spend so much time going down all these unnecessary rabbit holes to try to know everything, understand everything, to satisfy your intellectual curiosity, and it's all useless, pointless, and you are godless, because God does not hide in a bunch of information. Sure, he is the God of information, he invented it, but then again, God is not looking for your intellectual ascent. He is looking for your heart. Remember the original sin? What was it? The tree of knowledge, good and evil. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to be like God? Have his knowledge? Have his intellect? Have his wisdom? No, as a matter of fact, I do not. I want to love the Lord. I want to be with him. I want to spend time with him. I want to sing to him. I want to worship him. I want to dance for him. All of you talk about King David. And yet you are nothing like King David. When you think of David, you don't think of some yeshiva student, some rabbi, orthodox, black hat, black suit, long beard, tefillin. No, you think of David, you think of that red-headed, snotty little child with a slingshot dancing for Adonai half-naked that got his wife jealous. You think of someone so madly in love with the Lord, he has no time to be religious. And yet, he was the one that Adonai said, a man after my own heart. Interesting, isn't it? 
It's like you get it, but you don't really want to get it. You see the examples in the scripture, Eliyahu Hanavi, the prophet, when he goes to the cave after he flees from Jezebel and he has a conversation with Adonai. It's a genuine heart-to-heart conversation. He's not pulling a sidur. He's not quoting some guy that wrote something, all this rabbinic Judaism. No. There is no one in the scripture that does what you do. They were so busy living life with Adonai. He was a part of their life. And as a matter of fact, their entire lives circled around him. He was the center of their life, not just a part of it. He wasn't a a Shabbos thing. He wasn't a Sunday thing. He was an everyday thing. And he wasn't a thing at all. He was everything. Even Daniel in Babylon, praying three times a day. Well, yes, he did that from his heart. He didn't do the Shacharit, Mincha, and Arvit, pulling out the book, going to the synagogue, putting on the Talit. Why do you do all these things? Nowhere in the Torah does it tell you to do that. Sure, it tells you to put on the tzitzit as a reminder to keep the commandments, but you put on the talit, which is no commandment, and you justify it by the tzitzit. Well, it doesn't say talit. It doesn't say you need to cover yourself up with that cloth. It says put on the tzitzit so that you will remember my commandments and not prostitute yourselves after your own heart. But yet you do. So what good is the reminder if you don't follow it? Well, I can talk about the tefillin too, but the tefillin is not even a commandment, so it's irrelevant. And yet, so many of you spend your entire life seeking and chasing the wrong things. People from the Jewish background go to yeshivas, study the Midrash, the Mishnah, the Talmud, the Gemara, the Zohar, the Kabbalah, you name it. There are so many of those rabbinical teachings It's a black hole that you can spend an entire life going down and never find the Lord. You know, in Israel, when I tell people, love Adonai with all your heart, they often blame me for being a Messianic Jew. I'm like, why is that? How is that a Messianic commandment? That is the Varim chapter 6. That is what you say every morning when you put on your tefillin. You put on the tefillin, you say, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, Ve'avta Adonai Elecha, Bechol Levavcha, Bechol Nafshecha, Bechol Mordecha. Yet none of them do it. You talk about it, you say it every morning, and then they do it again at night. You want to say the Shema prayer before you go to sleep? Why do you say the Shema prayer, and why don't you do the Shema prayer? Why don't you fulfill it? Why don't you obey it? Why don't you love your God? God is an intimate God. Adonai is personal. He is intimate. He is relational. After all, we are created in His image and we are. You're all about your relationships. What do you think God is? He wasn't made in your image. You were made in His. Except, you know, you've fallen off of that righteous glory, the righteous standard, the gold standard of God. We can say the God standard. But still, you are in his image. That should give you an idea of who God is. And yet, you pervert that image. You have his word. You have his Torah. You have the examples of those people who lived it out and were documented to show you what it means 
to actually walk with the Father. But you don't care. You have none of that resemblance in you because you're so busy going down those rabbit holes. All this unnecessary knowledge. Now, I spoke about the Jews, but what about you coming from the Christian world? All of those Christian authors, apologetics, all those people on YouTube talking about this and that and this. It's so unnecessary. You have to understand something. The scripture wasn't written for you. It was written for people 3,500 years ago. A different time, a different culture. We live now in an age, not the age of information, no. That was you know, 50, 60 years ago when we came up with the, the press. Now we're in the age of post-information, or more accurately, the age of misinformation. Because there are so many people, and everybody has an opinion. Everybody goes on YouTube and Google and the rest of those godless websites and spew out whatever is in his bucket. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Well, guess what? He also says that the heart is deceitful above all things. And then you go and you spend so much time watching those videos, reading people talking about the scripture, going to yeshiva, spending time in Bible camp. You go to Biola College. What the heck is a Bible college? Where is that in the scripture, you godless little creeps? You are nothing like the people you read about. They loved the Lord. Irmiyahu loved the Lord. Yehezkel loved the Lord. Daniel loved the Lord. I already mentioned David. What about Gideon? What about Avraham? What about Yitzhak? What about Yosef? What about Moshe? None of them did what you do. They weren't concerned with understanding everything because there was no need. They didn't need to dig up the Ark of the Covenant. They didn't need to dig up the Ark of Noah. They didn't need to find out all these historical artifacts and they didn't even care. They were too busy living their lives. Loving Adonai with all their heart, all their soul, all their might. So why don't you? Why are you so consumed with knowing everything? You want to know everything and you do not want to love the Lord. I've said it before and I'll say it again because you did not get it. So I'll have to repeat myself. And that is a good thing that I do because after all, we are flawed creatures. You can hear a message 15 times and not get it. And then on the 16th time, you finally do. But you're so lustful after more knowledge that you're going to listen to this message once, think you got it, never listen to it again and kind of brush it off and then forget everything I said in a couple of days and go about your day. Okay, what else is on? What do you mean? Is this not enough? Love Adonai with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. That's it. Now go do it. Start spending time with him. Don't read about him. Don't talk about him. Spend time with him. Be with him. We know that Adonai is close to all those who call upon him. To all those who call upon him in truth. That means for real. Not for pretend, not for show, for real. If you call upon him and you're serious and you seek him in spirit and truth, you will find him. So don't worry about understanding everything. Don't even worry about keeping all the commandments right. God is not a legalistic tyrant God. No, 
If you love him, you'll be fine. He himself will teach you and show you the way. If you submit unto him, if you surrender unto him, if you let him lead you, if you actually listen, pay attention and obey, see, he will test you. Remember, God invented wisdom and information. Don't think you're so smart. If you were smarter, then you'd know you're stupid, really. It's, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You think you're smart, then you're stupid. You think you're stupid? Ah, now you're getting smart. <laughs> we are nothing but drops of water in an infinite ocean, which is God. You cannot comprehend. So don't even bother. Just love him. Understand you are pretty much insignificant. You are next to nothing. Yet God is everything and he loves you. Go figure. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about him. He loves you because that's who he is. It's a testimony of his character, not yours. He loves you because of him. You are made by him and belong to him. He loves his property. He loves that spark that he has given you. That made you you. You are created in his image. So why don't you love him? Because you're too busy seeking knowledge, repeating the sins of your forefathers, Adam and Chava, at the tree. And what do you think is going to happen to you? You think he's going to let you into his bedroom? His private sanctuary? His kingdom? No, that's his kingdom. It's not like the kingdom of the earth, where everybody's doing their own thing. No, the kingdom of God is his house, where everybody are doing his will, in a relationship with him, in love with him. So if you don't love him now, you're not going to get the chance to love him later. So repent, you fools. The kingdom of heaven is near. Hallelujah. Love of my life, the Lord is my wife. My God is my friend, and I'm yours till the end. You are my rock, my source and my luck. I love you, O oh Lord, you my umbilical code. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. You are my light, my joy and my might. Without you, O oh Lord, I'd rather die by the sword. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. Hallelujah. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. Light of the world, Yeshua is Lord. You were once in the flesh, but forever the world. You are my hope, you my spiritual soap. I love you, my God, please let me be in your squad. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. Hallelujah. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. When you made up the sky, you alone wondered why. The man in your image tries to fight, wants to die. But not so with I, your love I cannot deny. I love you, my God, forever I am your guy. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, 
I will never let go. Hallelujah, Yeshua. I love you so. Yeshua. I will never let go. Creator of all, the earth is your bouncing ball. You made every creation from the big to the small. The stars in the sky and the electrons that fly. There is nothing too hard, for you are truly your God. Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. Hallelujah, Yeshua, I love you so. Yeshua, I will never let go. I worship you, Lord, for you deserve an award. There is no one else like you, we were made by your word. Halle, hallelujah. Halle, hallelujah. Halle, hallelujah. Halle, hallelujah.